Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Now, before we get started, I want to let you know that between now and the end of the year, private intuitive sessions and gift certificates are 20% off. And there's info about that waiting for you at karenhager.com. And if you want more out of the fog and more of my wacky hijinks and shenanigans, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook where I'm Fog City Psychic. So now we've come to that time of year again, where we look back at what's happened over the last 12 months and we look forward with hope and maybe a little bit of a stomach ache when we think about the year ahead. Will things be different, better or, or worse? Will we be different? If I set the intention to change, will I really change this time? Well, if you are wanting to start the new year or whatever new cycle you're at the beginning of with the best possible chances for fulfilling your dreams, for really making it stick this time, you want to listen to today's show. Dr. Alice Chan is with me, and she's here to share the secrets of living your best life, consciously creating change in the new year. Are you ready to meet her? Dr. Alice Chan is an author, an executive and life coach, speaker, and former corporate executive and award-winning Cornell professor. She's on a mission to raise the consciousness, especially in the wealth generating sectors of society, to, to raise our consciousness, to raise the vibration. Alice works in the intersection of neuroscience and spirituality, helping us access full body intelligence and innate wisdom to achieve our goals and fulfill our dreams. Alice holds a doctorate in communication arts and sciences, mass media, and certifications in the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, the Enneagram, and various coaching programs, including Miracle-Minded Coaching with Marianne Williamson. You can find out more about Alice and her work at dralicechan.com. That's dralicechan.com. Alice, welcome to Out of the Fog. It's so good to be with you. I'm glad you're here. Uh, this, so this time of year is delightful and it's fraught with peril, right? Because we're there's potential and there's promises. We look back and we look ahead, but it can also bring some kind of groaning as as we're like, oh no, we came to the end of another year. Now I have to come up with things to change and I'm not going to be able to stick to them. And it's I'm not going to be able to follow through with my intentions. Why why do new why do New Year's resolutions stink and why do they almost always go up in flames? <laughs> Yeah, you're not kidding, Karen, especially given where the world is with COVID yeah. still with us. It's a very good question to ask because there's such a large overlay of things 
almost working against our best life being manifested, mm. right? So let me just very quickly frame the issue of resolutions and I'll get into a better alternative. So some statistics here, just for Americans, we're not even talking about outside of America. Only 8% of Americans stick with their resolutions every year. So that's fewer than one in every 10 people. So not very promising, right? But not only that, by February, 80%, of them will have given up. So we don't even have to wait a whole year for them to give up. Now, if that is not dramatic enough, Strava, which is an online activity tracking company. So New Year's resolution, the most common ones tend to be about, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to lose some weight, you know, that kind of resolution, right? They have tracking data. So it's not even opinions or surveys, but actual user data showing that by January 19th, not even three weeks into the new year, most people would have quit so much so that they dubbed that January 19th as quitter's day. Huh. <laughs> right? So, so, to, so with this setup here, like by the 19th, everybody's already given up you know, 19th day in the new year, most people have given up on what they said they're going to do. So that pretty much stinks. You know, that's, a, that's, that's what you were saying. Now, there are plenty of articles and analysis on the web, which I will not reproduce, that, that state a couple of big reasons why. One is that habits are really, really difficult to change. And most of the time, that's what we're talking about. You know, exercise is a new habit. Eating better is a new habit, that kind of thing. And also there's plenty of analysis saying that goals that people set are not specific enough. So it's really hard for someone to do something towards something that's not specific. So I'll let those experts speak to that. But what I really want to address, which will actually be the thing to focus on that will change habits and allow people to set realistic goals is the underlying motivation for change. Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Why do you want to get fit? That in of itself can't be the reason. There's something underlying that. And usually it's anywhere between a low-grade discontent, well, I'm overweight and therefore I don't really like myself, or I feel unattractive or something, to from low-grade discontent to full-blown rejection of ourselves that's unconscious. So the underlying mm. messages we keep carrying around is, I'm not good enough. Right. So the problem is, you know, Dr. Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith a number of years ago said pain pushes until vision pulls. The problem is pain, unless it's catastrophic, doesn't generally inspire lasting change. You know, we can all think about, you know, how much we live with low grade pain or discontent. But when a catastrophe like a health issue, health crisis or, or a fire or something that's truly catastrophic, we don't change. That's just a reality of things. So do we all go and look for a catastrophe to change? No, we don't. We look for that vision, right? So pain gets big enough that a vision is being created. So we don't have to go through the pain. Let's go find that vision to pull us there. And so another way to think about it is we can all find examples of when we get criticized about not doing something well, what do we do? We try to meet it. Maybe it's a parent, it's a teacher. We try to do something better, but it's not really very exciting. But when we get encouraged to do something, now it's different because we want to meet the encouragement. We want to meet that higher, better, 
self that this person showed us we can be. So that's really the underlying mindset change you want to get to get away from resolutions, which is about I'm not good enough, even though I don't understand in what ways I'm not good enough, to having something really compelling that's calling it forth to that direction. How do we find the 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 courage to hold that vision? Because if there's a pattern, if there's even an official quitters day, that just makes me feel so sad. <laughs> and yet I can see my picture, you know, in the Wikipedia entry for quitters day on January 19th. I'm sure oh, there's a photo of me, right? How do we find the courage to hold that vision when if our habits have taught us that change doesn't stick, that that pain repeats, how can we tap into and, and hold that vision long enough to believe it and even more than that, to, to live that vision? That is such a great question, Karen. The, the, the key to that, and of course, it's, it, it won't be quite as simple as I'm saying it, but the principle of it is what I'm about to convey. The fact that we have habits, the fact that we have thoughts that says that says to us, why bother doing this again? Because I've I've quit, you know, twenty hundred other times before. There there is something underlying that belief that we haven't looked at, and every time that repetition happens, it it cements that even more. And so so it is not hopeless. I promise you, it's not hopeless. There there are ways. There is work that we can do, and it's not even that hard to get at what's underneath that repetition of something that's essentially self-sabotaging. Because I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that I want to be my better self, and I, I set this resolution or intention. You know, again, I, I would I would counsel against resolution. Let's go to intentions, and and have the underlying support system of beliefs being updated to go along with it. So you're not repeating the same pattern of thought and belief that create the same results. I know that you are an advocate. You talk and teach about conscious creation and it, and it feels to me, if I'm understanding you, like this is what you're talking about. Yeah. To bring your intelligence and wisdom and compassion and your intention to not just stopping a repeating pattern, but to update it, to shift it into something else. Yeah. How do you teach people to do that? How can I do that? Yeah. I mean, we're all in this together. I'm still doing it myself. Right. So let me, let me just cover five principles that, that will go towards really changing that mindset, changing the habits, changing the story and changing the patterns. So first of all, connect to what you're saying. How do I get away from this locked in pattern that I don't even understand? I keep repeating the same patterns that generate the same results of me not getting what I want. So what that's, that's under the category of what I would call release, release psychological blocks, release what no longer serves you that creates these patterns. And so I'll bring a little neuroscience into this because that's 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 my thing besides spiritual beliefs. So right now, there's plenty of science proving that the way we function as adults, even if we're 68 years old, never mind 30 or 25, most of the time we operate from what's called implicit memory. Something happened to us as early as the age of two. 
we have interpreted a particularly difficult experience as something about ourselves that's deficient. And that's the subconscious belief that runs our lives. And that's part of what's responsible for us not being able to see ourselves beyond whatever it is that we're trapped in. Again, you know, I'm just using weight as an example since we're talking about it, that there, there's some underlying belief that keeping this weight with me protects me. That has to do with this memory. And the good news about that is you can change that. Now, there are other things that are a little bit less science, uh, sciencey sounding, which is we all carry messages from authority figures, our parents, society, people we look up to who says that we need to be a certain way. Those things are in the background running how we make decisions. And it's really about calling consciousness into bring awareness into the fact that when I'm about to do something, whose line is it anyway? Is it mine or is it somebody else's, right? And so all of this is just creating this, this inner critic and inner judge within us that's keeping us where we are. And until we bring awareness to that, we can't make change our patterns. So that's release. And then the other part why I said don't do resolutions and do intentions is intentions is a much, gentle, much gentler way to think about where you want to head. Resolution that I resolve, it's like a very heart sounding, yeah. you know, thing that we're doing to ourselves. And when we don't do it, then we feel bad. And when we try to do it again and fail again, that's that that's a judgment that pile on top of each other. If we do intentions, it's like, I know that there's this compelling vision that's calling to me. Sometimes I don't even know what it is, but I know it's possible for me. Let me get curious about it and let me get help in bringing that vision to life. And that vision is going to feed that compelling reason to make a change that wasn't there before. So again, we're creating a situation, a, a potential future, a possibility that wasn't there before that will change your pattern, right? Now, all this releasing and envision, envisioning won't do much uh, unless we take action. So mm. when the manifestation and, and all that was in vogue about 10, 15 years ago, people really missed a part about taking action. You know, people think that if I think think about the vision I want to have, it's just going to show up at my door. It doesn't work right. that way. We have to do our part. And so the difference here is what action do we take and, and how do we make measurable progress towards that? And this is where all the advice about setting realistic goals about whatever you want in the new year comes into play. Except that it's set from a place of I'm so excited about what could be that I'm willing to take this action versus, man, if I don't lose 20 pounds, I'll be alone forever. So very different, right? Yeah. So, and then a couple other things that are important. I know I'm talking about a minute here. Um, so the, it, to complete the mindset change, one aspect is to have a mindset of celebration. What I mean by that is we as human beings, our brain is wired to look for things that are not working. And something positive needs to be five times as compelling as something that's potentially threatening for our brain to register. And so therefore, it's so easy for us to tr be trapped in what doesn't work because that really compelling thing hasn't happened yet. So how do we trick our mind into believing that it's possible for us to move beyond our current state that keeps us in low-grade dissatisfaction to full-blown self-denial? Is, is to, to practice noticing what is worthy of celebration, even if it's as little as, boy, this cup of tea sure tastes good, or man, you know, it's been gloomy every day and now I see the sun popping out. 
I, it sounds, it sounds like, you know, <laughs> it sounds a little woo woo, but it works. And and science proves that. And so this is a way for us to help shifting our mind to start focusing on things that are possible rather than being trapped in what keeps us dissatisfied. Mm. Right now, are, you, are we good to go one more step? Let's do one more step because I'm okay. get I'm getting excited and I'm writing it down. So yes, please. Okay. So the, this this fifth area is by far my favorite, and I, what I would call honor, honoring our lives, honoring ourselves, and honoring where, where we are. And again, it sounds counterintuitive because you'd be like, Alice, what the heck are you talking about? I don't want that now. I don't like who I am right now. What are you talking about? Well, think of it this way. Think about your, you want to remodel your house and you, you find that the house is not where you want it to be. But guess what? The foundation is still the same. If you don't like the foundation, where are you going to build your new house or improve your house, right? So it's being in good terms with the foundation of the here and now. And there are a couple of thoughts I can offer like right now. I could go, if I have more time, I can go more into it. A couple of ways to practice honoring where we are right now. Number one is um, think of your life as a labyrinth. So for listeners who are listening, you don't know what it is, Google it and find somewhere close to you where you can go on a labyrinth walk. I still do that. When you're in a labyrinth, what it looks like is that where you want to go is in the middle of a circle or sometimes a square. And the path to get there is very convoluted. Sometimes you feel like you're getting really close to that center and it seems to be leading you backwards. Sometimes you're right next to it, but you're, you, you're once again left far away from it. And that's just a pattern of life. It's not linear. That gives you an appreciation for the fact that what we all judge as detours with falling off the path is really not it. It's just part of it. And the more we're good with it, we can, we can honor where we are and realize it's just as good as anywhere to get started on going where we want to go. One other thought I want to offer is honor the mystery of timing. When we want what we want, it isn't here yet. There are reasons for that. And there are many reasons. One of it being that maybe the time that it takes for you to manifest what you want is the time when you realize there's something bigger for you coming. And mm-hmm. your, your thoughts are actually more limited than you realize. Another one is th- during that time, you might learn something that if you weren't waiting, you wouldn't actually have learned it. Again, you know, we're in a perfect time to contemplate that, you know, how long has COVID been with us? And so are we, are we still here? We're still here. And so how, how do we reflect on this time and what has enabled us to realize as much as there are these inconveniences and, and discomfort as well, right? And so that leads me to the final part of honor and which is, you know, just because we may not be what we judge as our best self today, what every one of us can do is do our best every day. And when you combine it with the rest of the steps I had mentioned, the areas that we can work on, especially noticing what's good, the, the, the patterns that are keeping us trapped will start fall away. You're listening to Out of the Fog and I'm talking with Dr. Alice Chan. You can find out more about Alice and her work at dralicechan.com. That's dralicechan.com. Um, so you're outlining your system, which, which I know, cause I read the show notes is the re <laughs> is the, is the reach system. Yeah. And what I love about what you're sharing 
is that I, and I love that image of a, of a labyrinth. There are finger labyrinths available, by the way, for listeners, if you can't get out to a place or there's three feet of snow where you are, you can't get out to the labyrinth. Even if you could find one, there are little finger labyrinths. You can draw a labyrinth yourself, a winding path that takes you to the center. The cool thing about a labyrinth is it's not a maze. It's not a place where you make a left or right choice in a labyrinth, all paths lead to, lead to the center. And what I like about what you're sharing, Alice, is that there is a compassion in what you're sharing, um, an understanding that all of us get to that place where we want to change. We all sit in that place and we've got some discomfort and we're scared we can't do it. And I love that you're sharing some ways gently and compassionately that we can move forward. You, there's a, you've built a whole system around this, right? Yes, I have. And that's not something that you did in 10 minutes um, in your spare time. This is years and years and years of work. Yeah. It has been for sure. Yes. How do you help people activate these steps? How do you help people move into change using what you just outlined? I am so glad you asked. And by the way, I appreciate your clarifying the labyrinth. That's perfect. I think you should be teaching that. <laughs> oh, but anyway. labyrinths are, hu- I mean, it's huge. It's, it can be such a great metaphor for the spiritual journey, not just the way we look at choice, but it's our relationship with each other. It's our relationship with the divine love. Ooh, don't get me started on labyrinths. So yeah. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm so glad that I found a kindred spirit into yeah into it is such is such a profound metaphor in so many ways right but anyway getting back to your question about how how i could help folks now part of the reason why it's easy for people to give up whether it's resolutions or intentions or programs like how many of us have started programs with the best of intentions and and try maybe we even stick it through do the whole thing and then it doesn't work right yeah there are a number of different reasons for that. And I thought long and hard and, and experimented with that to figure out what's, what's the best way to support folks. Number one is having the space with others who are going through similar struggles. Because let's face it if it, is, if it is that straightforward, no matter how, how perfect the program is, um, people, when they do it alone, when they, get, when they bump up against um, the inner critic or the old patterning that that um, implicit memory that I talked about, it's often not conscious to them, then they don't know where to turn. And so they give up. Yeah. And so one of the first things that I have thought about and create a space for is for folks who are genuinely committed to doing something to live their best life in a new year in a way that's sustainable is to create a community to do this together. And so one of the things I think we've all experienced is when we bump up against um, a barrier, we think that we're all alone. But when we realize that we're not and other people are going through the same thing, it gives us some comfort and, and the, the little bit of encouragement that you asked about earlier to be able to do this. And so therefore, community is one of the critical success factors. Don't try to do it alone. I mean, you can, but... I would just caution that the, the chance of giving up and be one of the statistics is higher. Yeah. The other aspect is that um, some of these mindset changes is a little tricky in the sense that, again, they are not hard. I don't want people to think that it's hard. Just because we haven't done something doesn't mean that it's hard. It's about having the right assistance to help you through 
when you just bump up as, against a little little speed bump. It's not even even a wall. It's a speed bump. Yeah. And so I am there. I'm committed to not only holding that committee a community, but also being the person who's objective looking at the person who's experiencing that difficulty to talk them through how to get through the speed bump so that they can continue. So that's why I've created a program to launch in the new year to help everybody who has the, the highest intention, no matter how many times before they have failed their new year's resolutions to create compelling new visions to lead them to the best life in 2022. How do, how can we find out about that? So um, I believe you mentioned my web address, dralicechan.com. That's a good place to go. And everybody can find out more about this program, including, again, I, 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 I credit Strava for creating this quittest day uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, in our minds. So what I'm offering to everybody is you, don't, you haven't experienced this yet. And so I can tell you what could happen, but it's best for you to experience it for yourself. So what I'm doing with this program is when you get on my website, you can sign up and try this program for free for the first three weeks, which will get you through Quitter's Day. Nice. And with that, you get you know three weeks of the program and also experience three coaching calls with me, as well as being in community with each other for free. That's a, it's a very generous offering. And it, one of the things that I think stops us from changing is that we raise all our objections, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and part of what you're doing, I can hear you doing it is knocking down objections in a compassionate way. Um, here's Alice. It sounds good. It's going to cost me $150 million a second. And I can't. (laughs) And what I hear you saying is don't keep your intention private, honor yourself where you are, no matter where you are. And think about allowing yourself to receive, receive this program, receive other options that are open to you, receive your own goodness, receive change, let yourself receive that so that you can move forward. Yeah. You see, again, you said it better than I can. <laughs> I love you, Karen. That'll be $500. Thank you very much. Um, so we've just got a couple minutes left together. When people go to dralicechan.com, what will they find there? Is it easy to sign up for this? How do I, where do I click? What do I do? Yeah. When you get to the website, there are a couple of things that you can do. Certainly right on the front page, you will see a short description of this program and there'll be a button for you to click to start your free trial. And so that will get you included in all the communication going forward, um, including when we launch this program on January 3rd, when we come together as a community to do this together. Now, uh, while you're there, you can also download a free copy of my Reach Your Dreams workbook, which contains all the tools that I have very briefly described in the five categories, the five steps, the Reach program. And so whether or not you do the program, this workbook is my gift to you from my heart, because mm-hmm. I really want everybody, especially after the, the last two years that we've gone through, to have your maximal chances of living your best life on hopefully the other side of the pandemic when, when it becomes endemic. Mm-hmm. Alice, thank you so much for being on the program. It's good to talk to you. Likewise, always a pleasure. That is Dr. Alice Chan, and you can find out more about Alice and her work, especially that Reach Your Dreams in 2022 program at dralicechan.com. That's D R 
alicechan.com. Get your free workbook there. Take a look at that program and see if an investment of your time and your energy for three weeks is something that will carry you forward to lasting change. Um, that's dralicechan.com. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. That's where you can take advantage of that holiday sale for 20% off private sessions and gift certificates. Book a private session with me there if you're so inclined. Have a look at the classes that are coming up. There's always stuff to click and fool around with on that site. And if you like yarn and puzzles and strange musings that I come up with. You can follow me on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram. I'm Fog City Psychic. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.